0: From our studios here in the Great South Bay in Long Island, New York, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Matthew Outland. Broadcasting from Long Island, basically on the heart of the Great South Bay, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast, right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. I'm Matthew Wally. I'm your host. We here we are, on Tuesday, September thirteenth, twenty twenty two. NFL season week one came to an end. We're gonna talk about that in a later on later on later on, including like the Giants win, and the Jets lost and and that Jets loss. I mean, this is like um I'm like this is like this week in sport. This is like this week in sports ball, but in audio form. Okay, and I'm like, and I'm like, these are cutting. I mean, here, this is a part where of me. There's a part of me is saying, I feel like this is a good season for the Giants. This could be a good season for the Giants, literally. But I gotta get this off my chest. I mean, this is this is something that um got my got my attention like earlier. Attention like earlier. And it came in a video from from uh, well-respected anchor, well-respected anchor, host, and host of uh, his own show, Roland Martin, filtered Roland S. Martin. I mean, feels like there's a. I mean, he's peddling. He's accidentally peddling something that really the the bit about this about BYU, Duke volleyball game. It was like. Arguably, some said, there's a video, I mean, here, they said, right near in front of me, it says, BYU says, no evidence racial slurs used towards Duke's Rachel Richardson, and unbanned a fan who allegedly said it. This is from Bleacher Report. It says, BYU, whereas reverse course and unbanned a fan who was accused of using racial slurs, Toward Duke volleyball player Rachel Richardson during an August 26 match, it was in the, during the stunt that was probably last month. And this, of course, in the course of a statement for, released Friday, the school said it never found any evidence to corroborate the allegation that fans engaged in racial heckling or uttered racial slurs at the event after an extensive review. Okay, so there, so there you have it. That's pretty much it. But then, for, but for me, when people said you're, but people are lying, I say, where do you, where do you see she's li where she is lying? Do you have any proof? They can't, if they can't answer, they can't answer, if they can't answer, that, like, they really, they really are pieces of shit for, shit for hiding the, hiding it, hiding this shit. But, this, but here, but this for me, but for me, I guess it's a bit. This is kind of like, well, fucked up all around. BYU state the statement continued. As a result of our investigation, we have lifted the ban on the fan who was identified as having uttered racial slurs during the match. We have found we have not found any evidence that any individual engaged in such an activity. BYU sincerely apologizes to that fan for any hardship that that ban has caused. This is kind of like. Yeah, I guess it's and I guess it's uh, true, and I guess that's the case of it. When I ask, do you have any proof? Bleacher Report, other outlets—they're gonna come. They're gonna come out there. They're gonna—they come out with their own brand of proof, and we and most people are peddling, peddling on it, peddling on it. Like T.Y.T., the Young Turks. Roland Martin. I mean Roland Martin. I'm, I'm Roland Martin. I'm not. I'm, I I don't. I think he didn't know, or probably didn't get the get the memo. But I guess I guess there's a little bit. I I just let's just call it a botch on everybody. Okay, we don't for believing in this. Okay, When if it was heard, if it was heard, if it was heard, if she probably heard it, it's probably heard out. loud. mom was not probably not out loud. That's pretty much it. Of course, Duke Athletic Director Nina King issued a statement in response to BYU's decision. It says, The 18 members of the Duke University volleyball team are exceptionally strong women who represent themselves, their families, and Duke University with the utmost integrity. We unequivocally stand with and champion them, especially when their character is called into question. Duke Athletics believes in respect, equality, and inclusiveness, and we do not tolerate aid and bias. Of course, the incident be- first became public when Richardson's, god- Richardson's godmother, Lisa Pantlin, tweeted mm, via ESPN.com, Richardson was called a racial slur every time she served the ball. I think it's kind of earned it. Kind of earned that, I guess. But... Not, not out loud. Probably not out loud. Of course, Marvin Richardson, Rachel's father, corroborated Patlin's account of what happened in the August 27th interview with Kevin Reynolds of the Salt Lake Tribune. BYU's athletic department announced the same day that the fan, who is not a student at the university, was banned from attending all future athletic events. Of course, if it doesn't get any if it doesn't get any worse, if it doesn't get any worse, ...trying to put out fire with gasoline... ...this is probably it. This is probably it. This is probably it. Well, I... It was like, it just says, well... She said, "Friday night in our match against Brigham Young University, my fellow African American teammates and I were targeted and racially echoed throughout the entirety of the match. The Slurs and comments grew into threats, which caused us to feel unsafe. Both the officials and BYU coaching staff were made, aw- were made aware of the incident during the game, but failed to take the necessary steps to stop the unacceptable behavior and create a safe environment." I guess that I mean if there's a something, if there's something about that, I mean do I really know do I really really believe that of course BYU believe BYU campus police said on August 30th, that they didn't have any evidence of a fan yelling Rachel slurs of course Wednesday of course uh, BYU police lieutenant George Bensondorf said when we watched the video we did not observe that behavior from him this is what I said via Courtney Tanner and and a court and Jimmy and and court and Kevin Reynolds the Salt Lake Tribune. Of course, in a statement provided to Tanner and Reynolds, BYU Associate Athletic Director John McBride said various employees in the athletics department have been reviewing the re- video from BYU TV and other cameras in the facility and they said they have been unable to find any evidence of that person using slurs in that match. In an interview with ESPN's Holly Rowe, Richardson said she heard a very strong negative Rachel slur when she was getting ready to serve the ball. She said, when I served, so I served the ball, got, got through the play, and then the next time I went back to serve, I heard it extremely clear Glen Again, but that was at the end of the game. At the end of the game. Of course, Richardson is the lone black starter on Duke's volleyball team. She has in her sophomore year for the Blue, De- Blue Devils and has played in all seven games this season. Duke played BYU in a 14-round Robin invitational Tournament with Ryder and Washington State from on August 26th to the 27th at Smith House in Provo. I guess,
1: I guess it really comes right to it. Maybe we, maybe we fail, maybe we, maybe we failed that part bit.
0: Maybe we should have, maybe it would have been called the blunder to end all blunders when it comes to people like um Roland Martin and
1: myself I mean and to be fair we should have some journalistic account accountability that's for media, I, I'm there about of course CNN's John Avalon said you
0: you needed account something wanted a hold wanted accountability journalism
1: We. I mean, this. I mean, although I don't listen or watch CNN no more due to the fact that it's just bad facts, but the fact of, of course, BYU statement does not accuse of Richardson, I.E. Racism, real and coercive. Oh my. I said, if you, one voice said, if you don't know by by other book, I said, but, If you don't, you, you don't have any proof, if you don't, you're you in a. I I say that, I say that with, it, with every ounce of, ounce of integrity on in my body. This it, but, this ain't but, in my eyes,
0: it's just like, okay. So, they didn't say she was lying. They did not say she fabricated said lie. I think MAGA YouTubers want to make us eat, sh- eat shit because we believed in it. And, of course, BYU didn't say she the girl lied. They did not say she fabricated it. They just don't have enough evidence. No proof. Do you have any? Like I gotta say, do you have any proof of this of this happening? Did they say? that they? Did school acknowledge she lied? No, they did not. That's the problem. That's the problem I have with people right now. And I will be blunt. When we when we make when we acknowledge ourselves to the higher standard and try and to be decent human beings, then yeah, then yeah. It's kind of
1: hard to ask for these days. If they didn't know, if they didn't know, they probably didn't know, they probably, probably didn't, probably didn't hear it, but... I say, I guess... Meanwhile, I guess it's the case, it's like a he said, she said, got it, but... I may just may if they can maybe they can just like maybe, maybe she maybe the policy is in order, I guess so. But when this is the kind of thing this a aftermath. Someone th- that they're being their volleyball
0: coach got death threats. Like the fuck are you kidding fuck are you Doing, saying death threats like you are, and
1: now you. What maybe we guys like Roadman, Matrix could eat shit if they stood by those threats, and maybe maybe my title could be a, can shove his on and can like, eat some dog shit, eat some dog shit. If he was by that, I have proof or any evidence. Then I don't. Then I don't. Then I don't really believe in people's accusations. If the accuse. If the accusations are more, or more serious than what I think, or if something like said, yeah, I
0: said it was. So, if that fan would have came over, I would have said said it. Yeah, I did say that. Then yeah, I personally, I personally agree. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna be handled. I don't know what's gonna happen going forward. I mean, I see this up front. Every balance of body and my uh, integrity in my body. Sometimes, um, better things in life. There are better things in life than falsifying bullshit. But if things if she heard it, it's probably not out loud. But. I don't know. I don't know if that fan is gonna go out and say those kind, of, say those kind of shit again. Because if this happens, it probably probably happen again. It's probably out of there. I'm not gonna. I. This is why I don't judge people. Based. I need the. Uh, I because I need evidence, and I need proof. I can't, I say this. I say this hard. Maybe an article. Uh, this is why I ask for plenty of proof before I judge for myself, here. Maybe an article, um, someone with a shred of credibility that provides can provide can provide that. If you go on Bright, go to Breitbart. Breitbart doesn't fucking count. Daily Caller doesn't count because it won't count. Not even the Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro's fucking out. Shop. I'd rather i choke on shit. I'd rather eat shit than read than read the Daily Wire. And that's how I that's how I stand. That's why and that's how I stand. I, that's why I stand. I don't I don't judge anybody. I don't judge a story unless I ask unless there's plenty of proof. That's point. That is point blank. I'm very honest about that. that's that's where I stand. Because that's my, f. that is how, that is how I hand, that's how I, that's my ethics, and that is my principle. But, when people pile on the shit, to make themselves bigger and bigger, they're fucking, they're probably fucking morons. And I'm glad that and I'm glad I call out some more said more because I don't really care about them. They do not advertise my program. They they actually don't even count. The bigot the bigoted idiots, the bigoted idiots that act like assholes, that act like assholes. I mean When you all they cannot I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not gonna lie I will always, I'll try, I'll do my best to tell the truth every day. But if I'm lying, but if I'm lying, I might as well admit, I might as well eat shit and get shit. Because there's some, because I put up with my own brand. I put up with my own shit for seven, for like, so many years. Unless in unless in this case... Constant the form of somebody I used to like when I was when on radio wake up each wake up every day and tell the always to, and as always at a minimum tell the truth I tell it like I see it and I, but there are times it's like I call it like I see it sometimes it's hard not to call Crash so it's hard not to come up with that shit unless of course The shit, unless of course the shit is like heinous or what have you. I'm just, I'm just. I I take what's given. I take what's given. People will say I have problems stringing together. Maybe I'm there's a problem with that. There's an issue here. I have a disability here. And if I get the echo, if I get echoed, sure, I take the shit. I take the shit. I bring it probably bring it right back. But when you, but when it spreads like wildfire, it's hard. It's not got to be put out with. it's got to be put out with gasoline. More, it's probably gonna be put out with gasoline by idiots who probably don't give a damn. Or like this, like, let's let's all put this on. Let's just put this out with gasoline. Let's go get some gas. Let's put out this fire. Oh my god, you guys. This is where this is idiocracy. I don't know what's gonna happen to that girl who probably told that story. But I do know this. That policy might be maybe she could apologize. This whole thing would have been better off behind. I guess that we all have to look in the mirror and admit that we do don't know what the hell we're doing. That's the pro that's that's where I stand on. But that's the but when you look back at it, it's hard to it's hard to tell the truth. But at the same day, but you got but every day you gotta do that. You gotta you gotta admit to yourself. If you admit your failure. You admit you made a mistake. Just admit it. Forget about it. Move on. Let's not happen again. Point blank. Of course, that's gonna do it for that set, man. I mean, I'm like, I'm I'm going all the way over here. This is the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Um, we'll be back right after this. And you've listened to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, Anchor our home base. Follow us on Twitter at Home Turf Radio and and spot and we'll be right back. I know, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that. Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac T-shirts, Long Island Toss T-shirts, Island Tribe T-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff merchandise you can buy. It's the best shop you ever find here. Shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at the next to the next to the Amityville over Amityville train station. That's that's minutes from the Amityville train station, I mean. And don't forget to check them out. Check them out today. Long you got Rucker, Harlem has Rucker, Lincoln, Queens got Lincoln. But Long Island has the Mac. Well, looks like Robert Sarver's got some time on it. Maybe he can go to Spain, watch his
1: RCD Mallorca land well do well in the Spanish league. Maybe it's his business. And this planet, the and A lot of dollars. Yes, a of Of course, ESPN.com reports that Robert Sarver, owner of the Phoenix Suns of the NBA and the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury, has been suspended one year and fined $10 million by the NBA as a result of an investigation into the Suns franchise. Of course, the
0: NBA announced the punishment Tuesday, saying the investigation found that during his time with the Sons of Mercury, Sarver used the N-word at least five times when recounting these statements of others. Of course, they were also, there were also instances of inequitable conduct toward female employees, the NBA said in its statement, including sex-related comments and inappropriate comments on employees' appearances. Of course, the mission Investigation, after ESPN published the story in November 2021, detailing allegations of racism and misogyny during Sarver's 17 years as owner. Of course, we on the, it was becoming a mess all around for that time. Was there, was, there, was there any idiocracy for that? Absolutely not. But, the league did their due diligence. As it should, as it should. Get all the facts. The indictment got it all. Got up all the facts, and make try to do and try to make it more clear logic. People would, crucify, people would crucify the league for that. But that's some the from the Phantom menace of sports. Me, I welcome it. I need, uh, we need to hear what the league has to say. While the league stated that Sarver cooperated fully with the investigative process, league sources told ESPN's Back to the Homes and Adrian Wojnarowski that he was unaccepting the, of the idea he des- that he deserved a one-year suspension and a $10 million fine for his behavior. The punitive part of the process became largely acrimonious, sources said. The investigation, led by New York-based law firm watcho Lipton, found that Sorver engaged in conduct that clearly violated common workplace standards reflected in team team and league rules and policies. Maybe, maybe it was maybe it was Maybe he did a lot of worse part. Let's get a timeline. Let's do a time, little timeline into this little investigation. November 4th, 2021, that was last year. ESPN released this story on Sun's owner on, on Sarver and its a workplace culture in Phoenix. A toxic workplace culture. And if they're plotting that shit, then huzzah, you're a fucking moron. of course, the same day, the NBA launches an investigation into Sarver over racism, sexism charges. Bad men, bad man bad mess all around for him. And then there's this shit, and then there's this shit that filed on the shit, uh, shit on, a sun, on a Sunday. Penny Sarver, who's Robert's wife, sent messages to three former son's employees. This is a me- uh, yeah. And then a few days, la- days later, investigators say team employees will be granted confidentiality. November 30th uncertainty remains over whether sun's employees who signed non-disclosure agreements can participate in investigation and of course sun's employee, uh, sun employee the source said sun's employees released from ndas for investigation that was better better it was better for Sarver, anyway January 25th 2022 the Suns to create confidential internal employee online and investigation. So it was Sarver playing playing. W- playing to the role. Sarver did, and of course he spoke with investigators as part of the inquiry. Revidal short then following in March 9, 2019 for this year's calls for the NBA to send the Suns investigation and to end the Sarver era at, as its owner. Commissioner Adam Silver says the Board of Governors meetings at the Board of Governors meetings says that the investigation is certainly certainly closer to the end than the beginning. And of course, Sarver retires as Western Alliance executive chairman and MBA amid NBA pro. And Longtime Sun's employee resigns, cites retaliation after reporting concerns about workplace culture. At the Board of Governors meeting that early, in July 12th, this is early this year. Um, Silver says that the investigation is in its last stage, and then that the NBA the MBA announces the conclusion of its investigation earlier today, suspending Sarver for one year, finding him $10 million. Uh, it's a slap in arrest for a bit, but it's kinda like, you caused this mess to begin with. Of course, you know, to do a statement to the son, to, to a statement with the Suns, uh, Robert Sarver says, "While I, di- while I disagree with some of the particulars of the NBA's report, I would like to apologize for my words and actions that offend or offended or employees. Full responsibility for what I have done. I am sorry for the, for causing this pain, and these errors in judgment are not consistent with my personal philosophy or my values." Good. Well, ain't that a shame. Uh, that of course he and of course he said in addition I accept the consequences of the MEA's decision this moment is an opportunity for me to demonstrate a capacity to learn and grow as we continue to build a working culture where every, where every employee feels comfortable and valued as I wish I would say that for about Jim Dolan or or Mike Mark Cuban or or the past Donald Sterling but Donald Sterling did shit did shady shit and used a terrible and used racial slurs that got him that got him kicked out of the league for life. Of course the Sun said in a statement that they are committed to creating a safe respectful and inclusive work environment that is free of discrimination and harassment. They also added that they, are, they added that at add at the direction of senior leadership, they have strengthened their culture and focused on creating a workplace where everyone feels included and valued. I guess that's true. I guess it's better true, better for the truth. Better, ble- better safe than sorry. But it's a, it's like I say, it's some. I uh, on here It's a mess. Mess for everybody involved. The investigation included interviews with more than 320 current and former employees, as well as Sarver, the NBA announced. It also exterminated more than 80,000 documents and other materials, including emails, text messages, and videos. The report was made publicly available on- online. This is pretty much... there If you can view it, you can nearly really see the whole mess that Robert Sarver left behind. Well, and then there's the better part. It's barely a slap on the wrist and shows us the league truly doesn't stand for diversity, equity, or inclusion. A former staffer who spoke to ESPN for the initial 2021 story told ESPN, I'm grateful to have the validation after being told I was insane, uh, bleep, and being dramatic. That definitely lets me breathe a little. But I'm angry. The league failed us when they had the opportunity to stand behind its values. A current staffer, who also spoke to ESPN for the initial report, said, I am so effing mad, sore, many others. Yeah, I might as well said it. You mean, to fear the validation of being being called insane, you called a bitch at your job. You're fucking mad. Heck, It's so, so sadistic. It's the worst of the worst. I can't. I don't think it's it's worse. I don't think he's Bob's like the worst owner currently. He's pretty much uh he's pretty much up there with Donald Sterling, but Donald Sterling did shit that even I wouldn't even. Of course, during Sarver's tenure, the investigation found that he, or at least for five, on at least five occasions, he repeated the N-word when recounting the statements of others. He said he engaged in instances in, of inequitable conduct toward female employees, made many sex-related comments in the workplace, made inappropriate comments about the physical appearance of female employees and other women, and on several occasions, engaged in inappropriate physical conduct towards male employees and engaged in demeaning and harsh treatment of employees, including by yelling and cursing at them. Wow! What a, what if that's a mess, what a, what a, what a bloody mess, it's what a bloody mess it has gotten there. Of course, the release ...that the investigation made no finding that Mr. Sarver's workplace misconduct was motivated by racial or gender-based animus. The Sons granted access to human resources records and in thousands of internal emails, the sources said. Specialists from Delarte Dilaudi- Lloyd, L- a global accounting firm headquartered in London, and from Kirkland & Ellis, a Chicago-based law firm, were also involved in the, inf- in the investigation. Of course, Adam Silver said in a statement, said, The statements and conduct described in the findings of the independent investigation are troubling and disappointing. We believe the outcome is the right one, taking into account all the facts, circumstances, and context brought to light by the comprehensive investigation of this 18-year period and our commitment to upholding proper standards in an NBA workplace. He also said, I am hopeful that the NBA community will use this opportunity To reflect on what this great game means to people everywhere in values of equality, respect, and inclusion that it strives to represent, regardless of position, power, or intent, we all need to recognize the corrosive and hurtful impact of racially insensitive and demeaning language and behavior. On behalf of the entire NBA, I apologize to all those impacted by the misconduct outlined in the investigators' report. We must do better. Well, the $10 million dollar fine is the maximum permitted by the NBA. The funds will be donated to organizations addressing race and gender-based issues in and outside the workplace. Pretty much, pretty much so. But during a suspension, this is a one year, this is one year by the way, Sarver may not be present at NBA, any NBA or WNBA team facility, including any office, arena, or practice facility. Or, number two, cannot attend or participate in any NBA or WNBA event or activity, including games, practices, or business partner activity. Of course, represent, another one It representing and cannot represent the Suns or Mercury in any public or private capacity. He cannot. He will not. He may not have any involvement with the business or basketball operations of the Suns or the Mercury, and he may not have any involvement in the business, governance, or activities of either the NBA or WNBA, including attending or participating in meetings of either the league board and their associated board committees. Of course, Sovereign must also complete a training program focused on respecting appropriate work conduct in the workplace. Of course, the Sons of Mercury organization must also fulfill a series of requirements for the workplace improvements set forth and monitored by the MBA. These requirements include retaining an outside firm to evaluate and make recommendations with respect to workplace training programs, policies and procedures, and hiring and compensation practices with a focus on fostering a diverse, inclusive, and respectful workplace. And and conducting also includes conducting regular and anonymous workplace culture surveys and responding to survey results with specific action plans, immediately reporting to the League of any instances of allegate or allegations of significant misconduct by an employee. And it also for a period of three years, providing the League with regular reports related to stats taken by the organization to address these requirements, while well, following the leaked direction for rem- remediation, improvement and slash improvement of workplace issues if and as they arise. Of course, in interviews with the watch to the whip then lawyers, most of which were conducted in person, over the phone and via video conferencing, science employees confirmed the range of allegations published in ESPN's November story, and introduced other documents including emails.
1: The investigation also found that in, son- in by Sons employees that were not directly related to sorrow and a lack of proper organizational policies and controls. It found instances of racial insensitivity, mistreatment of female employees, inappropriate commentary related to sex or sexual orientation, and disrespectful communications. It also also found that the team's Human Resources Department was historically ineffective and not a trusted resource for employees who were subjected to acts of improper workplace
0: misconduct. The league's investigation marked the third of its kind centered
1: on a team owner since so became commissioner in 2014, with all three cases being led by Watson Lipton. Mess all all around, he'll be out for a year. And then there's the big, and then there's the bigots on Twitter.
0: I guess the $10 million is
1: okay, I guess.
0: They listen to, I guess the idiots will probably listen to the crap from the MAGA idiots. That don't know the whole damn shit, but they the brain's full of shit. The people with the insiders' knowledge, i.e., Russia-rania, uh,
1: Chris, and Adrian Rogalski, they're pretty much in the in the game inside full shit. Of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna, just gonna watch, watch some games. Just gonna watch, watch RCD Mallorca this season. Maybe, maybe uh, focus on being a better human being. This is your. If this is your mess. You're going to clean
0: it up. If there if anybody if any is you know, like so if anybody I supported a sexual harassment, then kudos to you, you fucking idiots. You violently attack anybody, but sexual harassment. is the worst kind of thing that I can only imagine this is your mess clean it up be a better human being for it be a better human being for it and if all, if all fails so why not try not to be shitty then then when your suspension is over It, it is a me- it is a mess that even I can't imagine to be get cleaned up within minutes of time
1: at least next at least we know that there will be then the mess starts to clean up Robert Sarver will learn a lesson
0: and that is don't be a pilot. That simple. Just don't be a pile of shit. We already got pi- We already got pl- piles of shit in the form of sports talk. It's just a, It's just a, just. Just common sense. We got um football. We got football to talk about in a matter of moments. Because right now we gotta. Right now we gotta take a brief, brief message. Right now, you're listening. You're just you're listening to the Home Tour Sports Podcast right here on the Home Tour Radio Network. We'll be right back right after this. I know your shirts are bland, your hats are bland, your business is th- th- businesses are bland. So why not give it a facelift? With Li Tops, Li Tops is the is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom hats, and of course, putting up vinyl, putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for, you, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tops is home to some of them with some of the best guys in the business to we'll work to get this get make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give him a chance to out. L. I. Chops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L. I. T. O. P. D. Ops. Hello, folks, and welcome to a well. This is gonna be a new segment here on here on the Home Turf Radio Network, especially for the pot. It's podcast. It's gonna be. The NFL week, weekly roundup. Of course, we're gonna cover We're gonna cover the never the cover the game, cover the scheme that happened on Thursday, and of course Sunday games and the Monday night game. But so there will be few Monday night games as well and Saturday nights as well. So let's get to it. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start firing up. I mean, you blew out. I mean, when you really blow out the defending champions, you really are doing something right. That's what the Buffalo Bills did, thirty-one to ten. I mean, Josh Allen had a hell hell of a game, bombing it, bombing it through the air, and bombing and making it work on the ground. And let's not forget Stephon Diggs as he um, catches in the air, eight receptions or eight receptions for 122 yards. Bills Mafia, Bills Mafia is gonna love, this, that, are gonna love this. It shows you how great, how good this team is. And let's not forget, and let's not forget that the, the sack, about the sacks. Von Miller had a hell of a game. Two sacks in a game. Two sacks. As a member of the Buffalo Bills defense, in a four-three defense, mind you. That tells you that this is a brand new. This is the Bills that want to win. And they want to dominate, in the proceedings of the NFC, in the AFL, in the AFC East. The of course the days of the the days of the Patriots running rampant are over. At least for now. And now we move forward to the other side of the nation, to Detroit. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, hurting the hurting the Detroit Lions. Thirty-eight to thirty-five, Eagles start off the season one and zero. One and the Lions are third and are entering third. This is pretty much. Let me say this is Jalen Hurts. In a battle of, in a battle of QB, Jalen hurts won the battle, and pretty much the war. He took a, he had 243 yards. So eight throws. Eight completed, 18 completed, 32 attempted. And of course, and of course he had, a, and of course it, he didn't get a touchdown out of it, but he didn't get an interception. Jared Goff had two touchdowns, but he had a pick. But he had 215 yards. It was probably through the air. It's probably a running show, running game. Mike Sand, because it was the Miles Sanders show. And nothing but, and nothing but. I guess you get, I guess. I guess this is the tune. This is the probably the tune-up the the Eagles needed. Because as of right now, in the NFC, in the, right now in the NFC East, they're currently the top dogs in their division, but they're tied with two other teams. We'll, we we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to the first two with the other two in a moment. But first, let's go to Houston. Man, it's the game that went. In Matt Ryan's Indy debut, as the newest quarterback of the Indianapolis, that they they tied the Houston Texans, 2020 folks. That is not a typo. 20 to 20. How did Matt Ryan fare in his debut? 32. Out of fifty, for three hundred fifty-two yards. Pretty good, pretty decent. He had a pick. He got a touchdown out of it. Jonathan Taylor had a game on the on the ground. And Mike Pittman had a game into the grabbing some balls. But this is on Indianapolis. This is on. This is the mediocrity. To end all mediocrity. And while fans like, TIE GAME? What the hell? This is outrageous! I guess it is outrageous. They just thought, TIE is a tie. And both teams pretty much suck. They Nobody Wants to Win Bowl, folks. The Nobody Wants to Win Bowl. God help us all. Moving on to the other side, let's go on, shall we? From the from the derpiest tie to that to a to a game that's like meh for for Carolina in a game that in a game that really really had a high highlight of a game was supposed to be Baker Mayfield's revenge game. And the, the the Cleveland Browns had other plans. Jacoby Brissett had a good, had a decent game, 18 completed passes of 30, 34 of which were attempted, for 147 yards and a touchdown. But it was Nick Chubb who stole the show. Stole the show. Mm-hmm. And of course, how did Baker fare against his former team? Let's just say he throned, he attempted, 20, he 27 passes. 16, which were completed for 235 yards, and he threw a touchdown, and he drew a pick. So that, so that, so that revenge didn't turn out the way Baker Mayfield had hoped, but it gives the, bet, but it gives the, and Browns much need to hold to start the season. They are 1-0 to start the season. All you, guys, all you need is one, all you need is one, and everything is going to turn out alright. And now, if you, are, if you are a hell of a good team like the San Francisco 49ers, and you have a good quarterback in Trent Lance, you expect to be good. But when you play against the Chicago Bears and new coach Mike Everless' new steady 4-3 defense, it harkens back, frightening memories of the '85 Bears. They beat the, and they and the course, Justin Fields threw two touchdowns, and of course, the Bears beat up the Niners 19-10. Of course, the Niners will start the season with a loss in the column, and the Bears are tied for are tied or, or got one. In the NFC North, in a very competitive NFC North, pretty it's gonna get it's gonna get messy as the as the come by. It's pretty much pretty much nailed it. Moving on, moving on to meanwhile, Washington, Jacksonville, same problems, but with a different coach. Jacksonville. Carson Wentz went up against his former coach Doug Peterson in his debut as the Jaguars new head coach turns out that even Doug Peterson should have saved himself from Doug Peterson at least in my mind anyway Wentz's revenge against his former coach how did that that turn out man you asked the question you asked the question he had a hell of a game. in in a full, in Robert Rivera's scheme, T- forty one attempted passes, twenty seven were completed, thirteen yards, four touchdowns, two picks. Of course, he's doing a that not that my friend is a good day. Trevor Lawrence, he threw forty two passes, twenty four completed, for two hundred seventy five. It's a. It's like Jacksonville's run by clowns. No wonder why. No wonder why fans came dressed as clowns in the season finale last year. Now it's no, It is no secret. The McDaniel era begins with a win. And Bill Belichick is once again Tua Tagovilova's bitch. Twenty to seven, the Dolphins beat the Patriots twenty to seven with their fourth with their fourth win against them. Fourth win against them in the in that in the Tua era. And of course, and of course, it size It show, like this. It shows you. That this team is thinking and thinking bad. Back shows 2 for 23, throws 30, at 30 throws. but 21 were completed, 213 yards to add 270 yards. With 23 for 33. For the touchdown out of it. Pretty much decent game. Pretty much a good game. And then there's the... Blowout. Five touchdowns from Pat Mahomes. Not a pick in sight. Three hundred sixty yards. Thirty for thirty-nine. Heck, even the running game. A pacheco, Pache, pacheco, pacheco, and catches from Kelsey and Schuster Smith Schuster, and a lot of names. And a lot of names that I can hardly. And and of course, Pat Mahomes dreamed Arizona's defense, and of course they start the season 1-0. Kyle Murray, oh Kyle Murray, 193 yards, two interceptions, two touchdowns, out of two, on a three, two out of 22 out of 34 passes. And um, Andy Reid's West Coast spread beat out Cliff Kingsbury's air raid offense, 44-21. Chiefs lead the pack in the are uh, heading our second in the AFC West. And then came the fun part. A new era of Vikings football. The Packers beat up the, mm, the Packers beat up the Oh wait. That's not that's not it. The I mean Kevin O'Connell's first thing win Against the hated Green Bay Packers, twenty-three to seven. Is this what is this is to be life? Aaron Rodgers had Aaron Rodgers threw a pick and got sacked four times, but twenty-two out of thirty-four for one hundred ninety-five yards. He's that Aaron Rodgers? The guy Stephen A. Smith said he's a bad man. More like a cat more like it. he's turned into a captain five fucking two me in two months time. Kirk Cousins had a well of a game, twenty three out of thirty two with two hundred two hundred seventy seven two hundred seventy seven yards, two touchdowns, Diamond Cook with ninety yards out of twenty rushing attempts, and of course that really tells you that the Vikings are trending up in the NFC North and of course the lead I the Chicago Bears in the NFC North, and then comes Josh McDaniels' ballyhoo debut against the Los Angeles Chargers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a doink. It's a it's like shit in a toilet. Twenty four to nineteen. What's the final score? I mean, Justin Herbert was. I mean, Derek Carr, twenty-two for thirty out of for thirty-seven, with two hundred ninety-five yards passing and two touchdowns and three picks. He's trying to be. I mean, it's McDaniel's trying to turn Derek Carr into Tom Brady. I mean, is he? Meanwhile, Justin Herbert didn't have a pick in that game. Twenty-six for thirty-four, two hundred seventy-nine yards. That's a good. That's a good day for him. Austin Eckler providing more on more on the run. And that de- and that vaunted defense, Samuel Tranquil, even a, even Gall- even a, even even the it's from Cal- um, from Khalil Mack. I guess the I guess the traders felt it. They start the say Raiders start the season 0-1. I guess I hiring hiring Josh McDaniels was a bad idea, but that's just me saying it. And now let's get to the New York teams. <laughs> and let's get to the let's start off with Gang Green themselves. Lamar Jackson carved that de- carved that young defense of the New York Jets. Three touchdowns, but he had one pick. But now, out of did I Flacco fair. He, he was he was okay, but Lamar Jackson had three touchdowns against this team. And I have a gut feeling that people are roasting the Jets right about now. I mean, after all, after all of that, you pretty much, you're pretty much, you pretty much embarrassment. Jets lost 24-9. to 9. And if, and if, let's see, people say that Lamar Jackson doesn't deserve the bad, the big bag well, you know, I, I guess people need to check themselves before a lot before being a being a bunch of idiots on what uh, your social media because this is like you bet can you says, I guess Lamar Jackson's comfortable about betting on himself. Meanwhile and again I was too close to comfort People would think that the Giants would dirt themselves. But instead, they rallied from 13. Rallied from 13. 13 at the end of the second first half. They're having signs of life against the Tennessee Titans. 21-20. to 20. 20. In a matter of moments, I mean, if you put... Put into perspective, Daniel Jones, two touchdowns. Based on his seventeen completed pa- passes, twenty-one attempted, they got sacked five times. I mean, this proves that Brian Dable means business on offense. Saquon Bartley, one hundred sixty-four yards. That's my MVP of the game on offense for the Giant for the Giants. Meanwhile, the Giants' defense, well. I guess they I guess they pressured them, pressured the pressured the the Titans to do any bet good the better. I mean, ek. They had some they had some tackles here and there, but not 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 really much. The only stat the only stat that came out of them was was from Tom 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 and Fox. Pretty much a, Linebacker, I never heard of. Meanwhile, 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 the defense of the of the Titans really put poor little Danny Jones on the ground at a game. Jeff Simmons had two sacks the game. The hard, the hard hitting, the hard hitting linebacker Rashad Weaver had two sacks. And let and let's not forget the other guy had a sack that game. But debris, yeah yeah the hat of course there's a and somebody and then there's the officer, and of course that tells if that doesn't tell you that defense is a nightmare, I don't know what is it's, I mean Derek Henry as limited didn't have a hundred yard game, maybe two yards in a game, but hey, a win's a win? And the Giants are will start the season one and all for the first time in a long time. Thank God for that. Now on this Sunday night, with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady's final season. Thank God it's officially the final season. He beat the he beat the Dallas Cowboys and Prescott Prescott hurt his hand. Nineteen to, 19 to 3. Bucks start the season 1-0, the Bucks start the season 1-0, and of course Tom Brady will probably hang him, or finish up at the end of the year, because he, at the end of the season he'll end up broadcasting. Leonard Fournier had a big game on the ground, so basically that's really good, really good for him, but Bucks start the season 1-0, and they get ready for that, and they're ready for week two. In the Ben finally, in the Ballyhood return to Seattle for Russell Wilson he got jeered and he got beat up, beat and of course this was terrible and of course this was terrible 17 to 16 was the final score Russell, all Russell Wilson needed was to win. You missed any he missed a field goal. Nate Ackett is not doing a good job right there. These are the kind of things that's going to get him fired. But he's a rookie coach, so what should I know? Well, that's going to do it for this week. Of course, week two will start on Thursday. When the Chargers take on the Chiefs, and it, of course, under, and of course, the Giants and Jets play on Sunday at one o'clock. The Giants will take on the Carolina Panthers. It will be the first. It will be, it will, of course, it will be Danny Jones. Danny Jones trying to keep the ball rolling against Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. The Jets need to get back on the winning track. The Stephen Browns, who won the opener. Sunday night, the Sunday night, the Sunday night showcase. Green is a classic rivalry between Green Bay and Green Bay in Chicago at Lambeau Field. And of course, double the Monday night games. The Titans will take on the Bills. First game 7:15, and the second game the Minnesota Vikings take on the Philadelphia Eagles at 8:30. Both games on a Monday night. Let's wrap this up when we come back and listen to the Home Sports podcast. Right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Home Turf Radio, Instagram, Home Turf Radio, like us on Facebook, Home Turf Radio, and we'll be right back. Now you can listen to Home Turf Sports on your on Google Podcast. Check us out every weekday on our check out the link in our description to check out our new cone for home just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The home turn sports podcast every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now will Podcast. Don't forget to check us out today. Well, this has been an eventful day. I will do my best to provide people with better material and better product. That's what I do, and of course, thank you for listening to the Home Tour Sports podcast right here on the Home Tour Radio Network. Don't forget to listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I mean, we don't have Apple Podcasts yet, but we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, and we're on Anchor. And we're on Anchor. We got three platforms. You're going to love listening to us because we are here. You're here.
1: It's always going to be the better product. Bar none. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back next time with another episode. So long, everybody. Until ne- Until the next time we meet.